It's going down, can't slow down All of the universe watching me now yeah. Watching me now good, It's right? in the air everywhere Lightning can strike anytime, anywhere Anytime, anywhere That's what I'm feeling Come over me I don't believe what it's happening to me What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. Uh, that was a commercial that my lovely, amazing wife made. I Good job, babe. Thank you. Just so you know, health update, praise update. Jessica is doing just fine, is sore, uh, but she is home from the hospital. And uh, praise God for God, because God is a God of miracles, and what took place is a miracle. But I'll let her tell her own story. But I am grateful for all of you being here today. Um, before we start with the show intro and all that stuff, I have a devotional today that may resonate with you. Unite behind Jesus. Is Christ divided? Uh-oh. 1 Corinthians 1. 1 Corinthians. What I call it? 1 Corinthians 1.13. I don't even know what I just called it. Anyway, in an era in which the Church of Christ is under constant threat. There are two main problems within the Christian community, indifference and dissension. The evil one undermines the principles of Christ in many ways, as is evident from the manifold instances of dissipation, immorality, drug addiction, and violence in our society. At a time when Christians ought to unite against such evils, there are indications of poor church attendance to such an extent that some churches have to be closed down. Doctrinal and denominational differences are driven to extremes to the detriment of the united voice of the churches. The church has been under fire throughout the ages and will be for as long as Satan attempts to destroy the living Christ work of redemption. Time and time again, he has made Vicious attacks on the church adverted only by a small but valiant band of Christians until Satan is finally destroyed, as prophesied by Scripture. You can be assured that he will not abandon his attempts. Therefore, it is imperative that those who call themselves Christians will stand united against the devil. Instead of fighting each other, we should fight him. It is the duty and privilege of everyone who bears the Master's name, who is fortified by the strength of the Holy Spirit to be diligent in their worship, to set aside all of their differences, and to stand united against anything that is intended to disparage the glory of the triune God. Lord, grant that your followers on earth will stand united in our attack on the evil forces that threaten us. 
Help us not to allow insignificant differences to divide us, thus allowing the evil one to reign supreme. Thank you guys for being here. You're going to want to share this. We are live in Mumbai. I'm not in Mumbai, <laughs> Mumbai, but our guest is. Check it out. We'll be back in just a second. Joshua T. Berglund. We are broadcast live on the Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. If you're watching on social media or downloaded the podcast, thank you so much. I'd be so grateful if you shared with friends. Um, my wife not only makes commercials, but evidently she's an artist too. How amazing is this? So freaking talented. Good job, babe. Thank you, baby. Like our whole house has turned into an art studio. Mm -hmm. It's just creating all over the place. Anyway, so blessed that you're here today. We are in for a treat. We are live in Mumbai uh, with our friend, Karen Diaz. I'm so grateful uh, that she's coming on the show today. This is going to be a lot of fun because, you know, um, speaking of what we were talking about, the church divided. Like here in America, the church is very divided, but can you imagine all over the world? I wonder what somebody in India thinks about Christianity here in America, because, you know, there's a Western uh, a Western Christianity, there's an Eastern, there's like so many different versions of it. Like it's mind-blowing to me. Like I can't even comprehend. It's like for me following Jesus is, you know, seeking him daily, being in the Bible, praying, waiting and listening for him, being led and guided by the Spirit. Like to me, that's following Jesus. It doesn't. It, there's no no sense of complicating it, but I guess there's a bunch of different rules and denominations, and it's just mind blowing. But we're looking at the world, going, "Hey, we need to unite." If Christians can't unite, what is the world going to do? Because there's nothing. There's no binding pact to be made. But how do we do this? How do we bring the world together? Interesting question. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited to introduce to you the one, the only, Karen Diaz to Gratitude Unfiltered. What's up, my friend? How are you? Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered. Hello. Praise Allah. Yes, I'm fine. How are you, Kipaid? Well, Hello from uh, India. Yes. You're in Mumbai. Yeah, you're out in the streets of Mumbai. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you for being here. So, Karen, first things first, what are you grateful for today? For uh, being saved in Jesus. 
Jesus saved my life in 2014 and that was the best miracle that could ever happen in my life. Explain in, in India where you grew up in Mumbai is like is Christianity is not really a big thing there, right? It's mainly Muslim. Well, it's a uh, it's a mixture of uh, Muslim and Hindu also. Mix India is mixture of that, and but there's a lot of uh, Christians also growing in the spirit everywhere. And basically, I'm from I'm actually born in another state in Goa, but uh, my testimony God led me to Bombay. And actually, in Bombay, I got saved in Jesus in 2014, and I could I could share my testimony. So that would give a lot of insight to that. The floor is yours, Mister. Go ahead. Yeah, well, there are a lot of Christians here, and I just would like to encourage that if Jesus can use me for any of His works, so He can use anyone anywhere, whether any country doesn't matter, because as long as you have Jesus in your heart. That is what that all matters, because Jesus loves each one. I I was born in Goa, another state, but um, during the time after my dad's death and then afterwards my mom expired, suddenly the Lord led me to Mumbai. I used to travel before, but I was uh, not. I used to be a little bit working in the film line. That was just a little bit, but then um, that led me to Bombay, and I got uh, based in Bombay. And after my mom's death, what happened? It was because be uh, before that, a lot of problems were happening in our family. Suddenly, my dad expired, and then one thing after the other. So when my mom expired of a third heart attack, uh, was when after that I was led to G uh, led to Mumbai, and immediately within uh, just a span of a month, I was admitted for my own heart in the hospital here in Bombay. In 2012, I was admitted for my heart, and I thought I would lose my life. It was it reached to that state, but um, I I got scared in the hospital, and may, maybe one thing I did was like I just left the hospital, and I said I if I stay in hospital, I I don't know if I'm going to live also. So I left the hospital, and uh, I got discharged. I got myself discharged. And then the next day was my journey starting searching for God. That was the start of my journey searching and starting for God, searching for God. So I didn't know, though being from a Jesus background and being from the Catholic, I didn't really know that uh, you know there's a there's really a Jesus there, and you don't actually know that time. So I went searching, and there's a lot of uh, um, other other religions and all. So um, I did not know actually where really God would be there and how my life would actually be saved. So in that state, I went searching for for the for for God. Who is God? My friends, being Hindus, Muslims, they took me everywhere. They were nice people, but um, they took me everywhere. I went to all types of religions, trying this, trying that, but then everything everywhere. I only became even more worse. Things suddenly were blocked completely everywhere. You can say work was being blocked. Any family also was away. I don't blame anyone. It's in my heart not to not to blame anyone because it was a situation I was put in, actually by the Lord. So I just um, I went so I went to all the other religions and I and I was even more destroyed. And it was like around for two years 
almost searching for god everything was getting blocked 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 so even in this two years going to all the other religions i was completely like um, because um, i never came to a, a proper prayer service i was completely getting destroyed from all areas you can say my family was blocked money was blocked food was even food was blocked i reached to the state a point but there was no work even i tried other other work in offices and all even that was suddenly getting blocked and i had no idea what was happening and and i and i have this uh, scar on my neck so wherever i went to all the other religions the uh, past used to come out wait past, wait, 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 wait wait what used to come out uh it used to get infected and pus used to come out pus what what yes, is that yes. from your heart so it was, no no it's it's a it's a it's a scar that i have on my neck How which i had in, i got it in my childhood so it's a it's called a keloid so wherever yeah. i went pus was wherever whichever other religions are when all pus used to come out okay until the point uh, where two, those two years were so much uh, destroy uh, like destroying type i i have no idea how i managed and i survived somehow uh, you can say jesus was actually there you know in the background helping me out but um, i even reached a point of picking up sometimes food from uh, thing fruits from the streets also that extent my family that time did not know anything what was happening so i don't blame anyone because um, and jesus will forgive everyone it is not their fault it was a situation that god put me through so but when um, in 2000 then i it then it came to 2014 the end of 2014 I I'm usually a very hard working person and I will try this job with that I really don't give up and any time but that point of time when I felt all the religions I went and on past was coming out even more and my heart my health was getting even more weak and nothing was opening anywhere I I reached then I reached the suicide state that time it was the first time I ever thought because I'm I'm not a person to give up because before my dad passed away but I was still looking all those years and looking after my family so i'd never reached so much so this but it was first time i actually started giving up now that was the miracle that very same day when i thought of suicide nobody knew that only jesus knew that and that day i was walking on the streets at um, nearby at another place and uh, i was just thinking of exactly that and i did not tell anyone that but when i was walking on the streets uh, there was another brother who saw me and he told me there's a there's another pastor pastor's prayer services a brother michael pastor's prayer services and i had never gone there so and the brother did not know that what i was thinking the brother's name was brother leo and he did not know exactly what i was thinking because i never told anyone that and i and i usually never give up but when i reached that point and and suddenly that person came and told me that there's a prayer service Would you like to go there? Because they they knew that I was having a lot of problems and everywhere. So then the next day, somehow I reached I reached that prayer service, and nobody knew. Okay, that I thought of suicide that day, but only Jesus knew that I had totally given up. And exactly that day, the next day when I reached the prayer service, and the pastor was um, praying at the prayer service. Brother Michael, his name was. So he was praying the prayers, and I the minute I entered, I started seeing visions of Jesus, and I I felt a a type of peace that came over me that I was not finding anywhere, because everything was all chaotic. That was first time I started finding peace.
peace and I, i felt like some somebody was there for me some something and i started seeing myself sure, visions of jesus so a lot of visions i saw that time. and then uh, pastor also he prayed for me and i felt the peace you know upon me first time in my life and then i came home then after that and i was without food for seven days and i said and i sat at at uh, i used to stay with the girls and all and i sat alone and i sat in my corner and i said i will not uh, think of any other religion i'm only going to hold on to jesus because other religions had uh, they thought that i would pass and pass away and die but no jesus had his own plans and i said i'm going to just hold on to jesus seven days i didn't have food i just had a, like a, because a lot of days i did not have money and all i used to barely you know have any anything so i, I don't blame but anyone so just a packet of milk and i i just said the i seven days i just said the name jesus 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 whole day night and you won't believe it whole day night just and i started crying because all revelations were coming of jesus that he's actually real <laughs> there's no other god like him that there's only one person one god that is real and he really came to save me and nobody knew i was suicidal that day but jesus knew that and though though my family all everyone left me every everyone had gone and i i don't blame anyone but it was such a painful time for me that time that that you know jesus came right in front of me and he showed me how the world is like you know everything was like looking like fake 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 everywhere and the world of jesus opened and in those seven days the past stopped i was praying over this and i was just saying jesus jesus i said jesus is going to keep me alive nobody else could keep me alive and i i i just went on praying and the past completely stopped it got healed completely there was also i my health got so bad there was also blood coming out of my mouth during those last days so when i was saying jesus 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 the next day the blood stopped coming out of my mouth the pain in my stomach also stopped my health suddenly started getting better and and um, fully there was a lot of revelations that came and showed and i and i told jesus that that um, that jesus only is there with me jesus is only real it, it it came completely that jesus is only real and i said i'm going to do everything what whatever you want me to do i'm there for you that's all and that was my journey then seven days without food and i was just only saying jesus 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 and i was like completely in the spirit and it was um, and i stay also in a muslim area actually so in that area all these things happened to me and then after after that my journey then started in jesus and 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 i started feeling better and immediately miracles were happening because i i prayed for somebody in actually abroad in london on my on the phone and girl was in coma and i prayed on on the phone for her and she she was on the ventilator but when she heard me praying on the phone she she her eyes opened and within a i kept on praying praying for her within a week's time she was discharged from the hospital that girl was still alive there today so like that the, the lord started me on a journey with nothing i had i and i did not know much of the bible i started that time reading the bible and and i and i felt the peace that you know you can't find that anywhere you couldn't find that anywhere in the world you couldn't find in any other religion there was a jesus who was completely real and i started then 
going to pray uh, suddenly people started taking me uh, uh, to all hospitals praying for patients everywhere in all hospitals and because i was just a local person so i would go and pray and within no time do people getting healed cancers got healed so many people got discharged everywhere one thing what had happened was that uh, in 2012 my mom she passed away in my arms so everything happened for a reason and she died in my arms so that thing broke me completely and i did not know that i could pray actually even pray for people so when i was saved in jesus i went praying for all the patients everywhere so the lord took me every the lord was there with me he was he was it was all him all glory to him he took me to all families they took me to hospitals or to homes there were a lot of it, uh, around five people came out of coma cancers got healed then i then uh, for around two years i was just taken to this hospital or that hospital the hospitals were nice to me people were nice to me everywhere and i even uh, the lord led me to pray also for rain also actually the girls were um, they thought um, that suddenly i came into jesus and there was one very huge miracle that happened they said is going to come uh, jesus that they thought they got scared and they wanted me to leave and then suddenly there was no water happening everywhere so one hindu lady and a muslim lady told me to pray for rain so three days i was praying for rain and on the third day the rain came lord woke me up at 4 in the morning and he told me now you pray for the rain and it was hot sunny the december month because there rain rain doesn't come and then they saw that the rain came at 5 in the morning and it was pouring for two, two so from that time everyone was good to me then so but i prayed when praying for a lot of people in hospitals everywhere for around two years then the streets that you know god takes you to different circumstances how he's molding you in a in the purpose that he wants to lead you because then afterwards the streets i had reached a point in my struggle that i would i had to re- even pick up things from the street so that time everyone all the poor people used to look at me nobody else used to at that time be there with me so i had a heart for the people of the streets do you breathe <laughs> it's like you don't pause <laughs> part of your holy spirit anointing that you don't need to take a breath when you talk unbelievable <laughs> I love it. I was like, she's not breathing when you you talk. I'm I'm blown away. I'm okay. I'm not making fun. I'm making a joke. I, my, I guess the Holy Spirit was leading me. Do what? What now? Well, then I I guess the Holy Spirit was leading me. So I was just telling my testimony. <laughs> I'm so I get so happy so much in Jesus. And the Lord led me then to pray for a lot of people on the streets. I I the Lord led me in the you know, to give prophetic words on the streets where people where I told on the streets they're going to get homes and those very streets those people afterwards they they uh, they were chased from the streets and they managed to get homes also plastic homes yeah or uh, asbestos sheets homes and um exactly at that place where there was an ac- accident that happened so god saved their life because god saved their life because in time he sent me um, to i used to walk on the street i used to love walking on the streets so um, i had a heart for people you know the world is not not everything you can't really take anything on top to heaven with you from the world heaven is heaven is completely real jesus is real 
that's a world that you know people need to see and these people the the ones on the streets now jesus is working in their lives guessing miracles in their own lives they're praying for other people also in whether in a small way or big way but they're they're flourishing everywhere in jesus and it's beautiful to see them in jesus so they're they're there everywhere and jesus is working you can say in each and everyone's life so i'm so grateful that that jesus has helped many of them to get saved in jesus and i'm thankful for jesus to be there in my life and that was how jesus led everything <laughs> but i yeah i'm sure the holy spirit let me to talk quite fast so i i hope all of you all saw that when i ask a question that's all <laughs> i love i love what you're saying i just want to ask a question because it's an interview it's a it's <laughs> you got to let me talk <laughs> listen no one asked yes you can ask a question thank you very much why um, like as a christian what is it like for you in the streets because you're going out in the streets pretty much every day talking about the love of Jesus what has been the reaction do you ever get negative feedback whether it's you know from other religions whether it's the hindu or muslims or even other christians do you get criticized for going out in the streets talking about Jesus well mostly the the lord leads me but i i i never force anyone into Jesus so some of the lord leads me to show so how much the lord leads me to tell anyone i tell and and though sometimes it can be a little bit difficult but i don't force them so i think more what they see from how the lord leads me is more is the love of jesus actually which is actually there so a lot i mostly jesus mostly tells me to tell them to forgive because that is something that is not there in other religions so much mostly the love of jesus that has been uh, i think touching them though though it's in a, it's an extreme area but somehow jesus changed the things at at the beginning it was quite tough also i had to i i don't i don't preach anywhere where i'm not allowed to and i won't go shouting out like jesus name but but slowly steadily i think uh, jesus has been leading me at the right moment to say the what to you know to pray for them but they do they do tell me to pray for them though uh, though all of them are there they'll always tell me to pray so whenever i can i pray and i just leave it to jesus jesus to touch them so so even though if there's a negative re- reaction or something and all i don't take it to heart so i'm used to that god maybe god has been teaching a lot of patience you can um, it doesn't happen instantly and, and i it- just also do remember that it took me a long time also to know jesus himself what so <laughs> so um did you grow up hindu or did you grow up muslim no i was uh, born a catholic you were born catholic Yes. Oh, wow. And 
I got saved into a born again. I'm a born again now. Explain the difference between Catholicism and Christianity. Well, mostly they don't. Um, uh, nobody really much knows Jesus there. Now there are some people pray and all, but uh, there's a there's a ma there's a major difference, you know. There's there's not much peace. Peace is not there one side, and people and sometimes the uh, people there's uh, are not led so much in the Holy Spirit there. Either they don't know the scriptures or the the scriptures are messed up. But God, God, He slowly guides because there were so many for so many years also praying and all, but they were not getting the correct revelations from the Lord. How do you there's, there's a major difference. How do you determine what the correct revelations are? Well, the Holy Spirit was leading, so He confirms mostly through any scripture. If I'm any time confused, I love reading the Bible. So God speaks to me also through the scriptures, and then He 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 He's always there and He's always guiding each and every way. So. That's how like I could see, and and there was one thing also that happened that past even in the Catholic Church it was it was still coming out past, but when I reached the pastor service there it stopped, only at the pastor service. Huh. There. Very cool. So what do you do now, Karen? Like what do you what is what is your the work that you do? Do you serve God full time? Yeah, full full time ministry. Because um, I, um, at some places, some people, they call me to preach. But mostly on um, Facebook, uh, God has been leading me also to post prayers or to post prophetic words, and which has been reaching out to a lot of people. And there's also my street people. And so God has led me also to help these people to know more about Jesus and to walk also on their own, mostly. And God has been providing also for me. I try to do little small business of just selling little stuff or paintings or something. That aside, but mostly full, full Jesus has been leading the way everywhere. That's Some cool. places I'm called to preach. Yeah. But I love the streets more. The, the, streets are in, the street ministry is, is interesting because it's, un, it's, well, I mean, I think all ministry is unpredictable, but... When you go out in the streets, it's a completely different vibe because you don't know what you, you, it's not a controlled environment. So anything can happen. I mean, you could be killed, you could be kidnapped, you could be rejected, you could, I mean, you don't know. But someone has to do it. And I love the fact that here you are, I mean, I don't know how tall you are, but you can't be barely above five feet tall. And, and, you, and you're going out in the streets, in the dangerous streets, mind you. And you're talking about the love of Jesus. It's it's amazing to me, and it's and it's a miracle because it it's not something that a lot of people sign up to do. It's not easy. So, how do you find the courage every day to go out in the streets when the unknown is all around you? Well, actually, in my testimony, when everyone left me that time, there was only Jesus who came. So when Jesus came and he was, he's so like, you know, in my, in my, uh, in my life, he's so such a big thing. 
so it's i i can i can only give credit to the to jesus for taking me through because i think he's he's he moves along when whenever i go he will guide me where to go exactly when to go so that is how he leads me i was without him i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to do anything it's all in his name i and i think he only has given the boldness because because um, i know it looks to everyone a very tough job and all that but it's um, how, the, how the lord leads me it's not been it's it's actually very easy so maybe it was at the right time and and i i would have never expected myself even to ever pray in jesus i was as completely opposite so i didn't know god god would choose me for such a thing i had no idea i left everything for you i said i will do whatever you want me to do and i had no idea what it was in store for me all 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 i did was give him my heart and you can say you know you have you have your if you have your parents then you fe- you feel that inside okay your parents are there with you and you don't feel afraid so that's how jesus is with me and how i am with jesus so i he's like a big huge parent that is there with me and i don't feel afraid anywhere because he is always there though even do, during the ministry was was a lot of going through a lot of broken times not but each time he was there holding me to each and every circumstance so it's basically if anyone wants to go and pray for people on the streets just pray to jesus and you know go along with him so and he will guide you have that in your the 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 full belief that jesus is there with you and you can walk, go around walking with him anywhere and praying for anyone it's just as simple as that yeah i How what i really appreciate about you is you have the most childlike faith of any adult i've ever seen maybe my wife yeah. too it's a very pure and innocent faith and like i'm almost envious and jealous of it because and not in a bad way jealous but i mean like it it's inspiring to literally it's a childlike faith and that's we all need. I was talk I forgot who I was talking to this about but even seeing my own, my daughters in church and watching how they praise and worship and it's like they don't care I can't dance like I'm a I'm a terrible dancer but and so are the kids they're not good dancers no offense honey they're not good dancers but here they are expressing their love for Jesus like they're dancing it, it's so beautiful and you have that same kind of faith like you just know you don't even believe you know and that is in a powerful powerful place to be when you just know that God's got you whatever comes at you whatever disappointment eh people leave me God's got me and and like that fearlessness that you have is so freaking inspiring to me. Like I love it. Like I I I if I take anything from this today, it's childlike faith. That's all that he wants is your heart. Your full Wait. heart. <laughs> Way to simplify it. Because it's supposed to be that simple, right? And we just complicate everything as adults. I truly love that Karen. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. I also want to say is that um because um um I wanted to say something what what Lord was showing me before what to say. You know, my testimony looked like a complete broke a broken thing where everything was like shattered in my life. 
for the for people going to broken times but i'm saying that you know those broken situation it looked as if you're being broken in the world but no jesus was breaking you out of the world was breaking me out of the world and getting me into him that was the beauty of it so the fullness of his him comes so you don't have to worry about any kind of brokenness in the world because the fullness of him is there he covers you in his love he covers you in his holy spirit he fills you completely with his precious blood because he is all time there with you so anyone broken out there that is a message for them that he can use anyone and anytime anywhere you don't i i was not somebody even standing on a stage or anything on street nothing i didn't know anything but that's how jesus let me john 15 16 he chooses we don't choose and it's and the one the moment we go walking in his purpose it's a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful life rather than the world yeah <laughs> so good so good karen has been an absolute blessing i'm so grateful that you came on today thank you Thank you for your work and uh, I will talk to you soon. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thank you. Karen Diaz everyone. That's really interesting. The childlike faith that she expresses is something that I wish that I could do in my own life and I'm working towards. And I have a pretty bold faith. I I I I have a sincere bold faith. But even my own I get in my own way quite a bit and sometimes I start to doubt. dealing with disappointments um i mean i don't i i know one way and that's all the way i have one speed and that's go um i'm all in or nothing i'm like i'm one of those people i lived a life of extremes and it hasn't changed i mean i was so hardwired for the hard life of sex and drugs and partying and going crazy and now my life is not the crazy <laughs> like all with chemically enhanced everything but it is still extreme that hasn't that go for it attitude that fearlessness that's jump down jump off the cliff and build the parachute on the way down type approach is like how I like to live my life but even even with that i have doubts and i get scared and, and sometimes i want to take back control like okay god i'm done waiting on you I've been waiting on my breakthrough. I've been waiting on my moment. I'm done waiting for the 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 you know getting the opportunity, getting the shot, whatever it may be. And and like and I'm getting impatient. Forgetting that God's got me. And today, if anything that I've learned, and I learned a lot from her, but it's childlike faith. God's got me just knowing. Like get out of believing, get out with even trying to think This is like this is no good. I'm just going to know it in my heart that God will work everything out for the good of those who love him and I love him. And as she said, give him your heart. All he wants is your heart. Your heart. Well, guess what? Your heart your heart can sometimes be broken. Sometimes your heart hurts. Sometimes your heart's disappointed. Sometimes your heart is joyful. God wants you. He just wants your heart. All of it. And in my experience those days and those moments because sometimes I wrestle it back from God but those moments surrender here God take it I want you to take it I want you, I I want to surrender 
I, I, it's something I heard T.D. Jake say this morning on a sermon I was listening to is about disappointments, how disappointments are good. <laughs> Rejection's good. Um, the cornerstone, right? The, the, the story about the cornerstone. And, you know, the, the, the stone that the builders rejected becomes the cornerstone. How many of you feel like that? How many of you feel like you've been rejected by society? You've been rejected by your church. You've been rejected by your family, your friends. In my experience, the only one that knows what to do with that disappointment, that broken heart, that, dis that, that, that failure, that, that frustration, that impatience is God, is our creator. And, and getting to this place where we know when we didn't get what we wanted or what we thought we wanted or we didn't get that opportunity because it felt like, God, this is, well, yeah, if I get this opportunity, if I get this job, that means my vision, the vision that I have will be fulfilled. This is the path. But then you don't get that part. You don't get that, that, that job, whatever it may be. Well, wait a second. And the immediate reaction is to give up. The immediate reaction is to go, well, I guess that's not my destiny. I guess that's not my purpose. I mean, how else am I going to achieve these things, that these dreams and visions that God's given me? How am I going to achieve this? Because I didn't get this. How am I going to get here when I can't even get this? I'm starting to believe that sometimes the things that we think are for us are really not, but it's there to test our faith when we get rejected. How big is your faith when times are iffy or unsure? How big is your faith when the world is yours? How big is your faith? And it's interesting because there's so many paradoxes. You know how like, the, there's a lot of paradoxes in following Jesus. But isn't it interesting that it's easy to assume with our eyes, you would expect the big person, the big guy, the grown-up, to have the biggest faith, yet Jesus tells us to have the faith of a child. So, where's your faith at? So I admire Karen so much uh, for sharing that message. It had a huge impact on me. Um, and by the way, when I give examples and I share, it's because I like I go through it. I put myself out there, like to to for success. I mean, like I don't like on Facebook. I don't tell people everything I'm doing, but like <laughs> I have a big dream, a big vision. And what we want, we get to create, and what God's put on our heart to do, and and so many of it, like this, the whole time has been like, if I'm focused on just what's in front of my face, it's like, God, how am I going to get there? We don't have this, we don't have that, we don't have this, we're missing this, and then I'm reminded of what TV Jake said: Don't focus on the things you don't have; focus on the things you do have. And when I start to look at what I really have and what I've been blessed with already, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, 
God, you have been working on my behalf this whole time. What's wrong with me? Why am I, why am I doubting you? I mean, Jessica, in four days, Jessica and I, this will be our year of meeting. In person. In person. We met before. Well, I mean, we met, you know, yeah. video chat's a powerful thing. Anyway, we meet face to face. And looking back at the last year, the day we met, the shutdown, the, the riots, all of those things that happened, which were supposed to stop momentum, but God's put us into acceleration, not just in our relationship, but the dreams and visions that we spoke of that I told you that this whole time, it's like, how is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? How is it going to be happening? I've been asking that question for a year. <laughs> and every time I ask the question, especially after what I think is supposed to happen doesn't happen, God follows it up with the answer. God follows it up with, this is how. Because he can make a way when you, there is no other way. Okay, guys, um, we're going to end it here, but I'm going to pray. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys being here. Thank you. Uh, for supporting, come in and watch Karen on the broadcast. If you're just now joining us late, check out the replay, um, or you can look for the blog, uh, livemonoworldwide.org, uh, later this afternoon. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Karen. I just ask that you bless her ministry, um, not just in India, but all over the world. Lord, I feel like you giving that much courage and that much power. Uh, like, God, you just use everybody. I mean, like, you'll use anybody who's willing. But it's amazing how mighty you are, especially in the small packages, like just the unexpected, the fire that comes from her and, and her courage and her bold, daring faith. Lord, I just ask that you bless her ministry and you just expand her territory all over the world because that woman has a heart for you unlike many I've ever seen. Father, I just ask that you bless the audience today and you, you, you give them the courage Urge to have child faith, which seems so much more daring than the big and mighty man's faith. Father, we surrender our worries to you. We surrender our concerns. We surrender our stress. We surrender our doubt. We surrender our lives to you because we know that your plans for our life are far greater than anything that we can come up with on our own. Anything that we can try to do on our own is nothing compared to what you can do when we surrender over control to you, Lord. We love you. We thank you for this day. And if anyone out there is struggling with anyone's, with anything at all, fear, anxiety, disease, uh, anxiety, rage, resentment, Lord, I just ask that you give them that courage to say the words, I surrender this to you, Lord. It's yours. I surrender it all to you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting Gratitude Unfiltered. Thank you for supporting Livmana Worldwide. And um, you guys have a fantastic week.
It's going down, can't slow down All of the universe watching me now yeah. Watching me now good, It's right? in the air everywhere Lightning can strike anytime, anywhere Anytime, anywhere That's what I'm feeling from over me I don't believe what it's happening to me 